Jose. And we are Jack. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in today. We're very yes, excited to be here. It. Yes. And um, we're excited to talk about our topics today. But before we mm-hmm. do that, we want to just um, do our disclaimer. As always. As always. So our disclaimer is that we don't... Um, What is it that we don't do, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> well, what we do is we talk, uh, you know, from the heart and we talk um, from places of, of some knowledge, but we are not experts. And, you know, we are here just for, you know, the fun experience of talking and creating something with you guys. Right. So we like to talk about things that we have in common, things that we have yep. a passion for, but we are not experts on anything that we're going to be speaking about today. Mm-hmm. So now that that's out of the way, um, we would like to give a big shout out, shout out shout to out. Tony. He was Tony. our $15 gift card winner for... We appreciate it. Yes, he tuned in and he figured out what our secret word was. So our secret word was, if you're interested in knowing, was bong. <laughs> so for those of you who know... Yippee for you, and for those who have no idea, yippee for you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're still going to be doing it this time as well, so please, with this podcast, look out for the secret word as well. Yes, yes. So um, we'll be excited to um, also give you a $15 gift card, right? Yes, yes. Um, So also we want to thank our listeners who also tuned in and gave us what their favorite space movies were. Um, So that was really exciting. So we're going to talk about a couple of those movies today in our podcast. We appreciate Um, the feedback. Yes, absolutely. And just for you guys to know, too, that we just passed our one month anniversary. We were so stoked on the 25th of February was our one month anniversary. We're a little late. Yeah, but, you know, days late. <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with that. It was the snow. The snow kept us away. Yes, it did. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but thank you so much um for all the support. We've gotten so many support and so many listeners, and we're really yes. excited. And um, so uh, please continue to tune in and give us your feedback uh, because this is really for all of us to enjoy, right? Yep. We want you guys um, to enjoy it as much as we do. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then, so let's jump right into our topics oh, today. So we're going to be talking about space movies, right? So the first yes, space yes. movies that we're going to be touching a little bit about is going to be um, Event Horizon. Yeah, I brought that uh-huh. up uh, in the last podcast about like that was one of my top three movies. It's one of my favorite science fiction space movies of all times. It it's got a little horror in it, it's got a little sci-fi in it, and it's got space. That's what we're talking about. Space, yeah. got plenty of it. 
Plenty of spades. Not what's between your teeth. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that was one of the the movies that gave me an appreciation of not only you know because sci-fi has always been one of my favorites but it gave me appreciation of well done horror horror with that suspense with that like oh my god like what's going on what's 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 happening it did so well while keeping the themes of the sci-fi supernatural stuff going really well love you <laughs> he said love you he doesn't hear you oh okay he said love you love you too he said love you too <laughs> thank you <laughs> we can keep that in so yeah the basics of event horizon started off with a rescue mission um they they found a ship that popped up surrounding um one of the moons of neptune and they were like how did this get here this takes place in like 2047 so honestly it only takes place what 27 years in the future from now it's not too far yeah not too far hopefully we'll have these uh these space jumping ships but anyways so they the ship just appears on one of the moons of neptune and they're like what the heck is it so they have to go investigate so they send a crew up and the crew's like how did this ship get here and that's when they they begin to find out that the ship was an experimental ship that was using a new form of travel of transportation where it was taking the ship and moving it from space-time into other dimensions, into other realities, or whatever you want to call it. That ship happened to jump to one of those realities where it apparently got possessed by a demon. And because of that, you know, the the, the the people who were on the ship with this prototype engine, they basically went nuts, turned into like demon people and started murdering each other and so that basically just happened to the rescue crew when they came to to find out what was going on as well but you know the story is does not end happily it's one of i guess that's one of the only movies that i've watched without a decent happy ending um but it's a great movie i recommend it it was uh, directed by paul anderson um it's one of my favorite all-time sci-fi movies with a little bit of horror if you enjoy yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, sci-fi and uh, horror. There's a lot of sci-fi. Yeah, you know, I, I think that fits. I mean, Alien for one, Alien's one of them. I mean, yeah. that fits perfectly. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. With that our with our next crazy. with our next um, director, James Cameron, who directed Avatar, mm-hmm. and Avatar happens to be another movie that I wanted to bring up in uh, um, in today's podcast because that is one of the most epic cinematic adventures you could ever put yourself in with the the graphics the the cgi that they use the technology that they that james cameron put into this movie is just phenomenal like well i just i just wanted to to speak about the the phenomenon of this movie their budget was at 237 million right their box office was 2.79 billion worldwide yeah it's pretty it's pretty that movie kicked some 
and I've been waiting. I've been yeah. waiting for the sequel to come out for some time. He wants to do the mo- the next movie. He wants to really make it as big and as crazy as the first one was, and the technology is there, so we we could definitely see that happen. But following the film's success, Cameron signed with 20th Century Fox to produce four sequels: Avatar 2, Avatar 3. Yep. And have completed principal filming and are scheduled to release on December 16, 2022. So it is. Oh, that's, it's there. Well, that's pretty cool. So they have the other one. Yeah. So then they have the other one to be released December 20, 2024, respectively. And subsequent (sighs) sequels are scheduled to be released on December 26 and December 22nd of 2028. So, they got things on the works. Yes, they do. That's <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ma, because that, I'm going to be looking forward to that movie uh, a lot now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically, the basics of the movie is, of course, it's a, it's a it goes along with our space theme. Um, basically, a... A marine who lost the ability to use his legs. He was a paraplegic. Um, he had a twin brother who was a part of this project that um, took him to a, a whole new planet that was discovered by a corporation. And obviously, the corporation wanted to study this planet to uh, figure out how much money they can make off of it. Obviously, they wanted to see what they could mine so they can build things and all that and ship it back to Earth. Um, But what they didn't realize is that there was an inhabitants on this planet. There was a whole sentient species who grew on this planet. But the way they evolved in comparison to humans, they evolved in a complete, complete, like, homeostasis with everything that belongs in the planet so that the trees are connected from every root they are connected from birth the animals everything in comparison to how we like to to compare a spiritual connection to each other they actually had a physical connection to themselves and the planet which is a whole nother topic like that that is just the amount of trust you could have in somebody when you connect that deeply with something with with another species with the animals they rode like the type the horse type creatures that they rode where they would connect and the creatures would know where they wanted them to go how they how fast they wanted them to ride similar with the um the creatures that they used to uh, use to fly like that was you know they had to connect with those in, in that type of way and that's just another aspect of uh you know a different planet's evolution with you know evolving alongside these other species and Mm -hmm. it seems like yeah it seems like their evolutions coincided so much together that you know it just it it brought together this whole planet into basically you know being different organisms but Mm -hmm. being one at the same time super cool stuff yeah, one of my favorite, so, like, it's a uh, super big adventure. I mean, yes, it really is. And also, what's pretty cool about um, James, too, that he also directed a lot of cool movies, but one of my all-time favorites that he directed was Titanic. Uh, uh, 
where Rose let that man drown. Rose just let him no, drown, let man. him freeze to death. Not. Jack, Jack could have hopped right on her shoulders. They could have been fine. <laughs> Fucking, she wanted to hog the plank. That's what I felt anyway. <laughs> and then yeah. at the end of the movie she throws a diamond worth like a bajillions of dollars into the water into the like, water that's, that's not okay <laughs> she just felt like you know it needed to, to be with him yeah <laughs> i guess i don't know i would have been like yo I got something yeah, to talk like, about. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. I got a story to tell with a no, diamond. Come on. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, James James Cameron is he's one of those um those directors that, that can direct many different types of movies. Um, you know, from that romance of Titanic to the sci-fi aliens and yes, Avatar. Yes, from one, yeah. Isn't that pretty cool? Like it goes from one yeah. extreme to the next to the other. imagination yeah, he's, of he's, like he's all about the, the cinematic role of it. Like he wants the movie to be big. He wants it to sound good. He wants it to just be that that whole experience that everyone expects. Oh yeah. And Avatar, like Avatar also like um received so many compliments. Um especially from Avatar received so many compliments from filmmakers like Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg praising it as quote as the most evocative and amazing science fiction movie since Star Wars and others calling it audacious and all inspiring that's I mean, me man yeah sitting there in the theater watching that movie it, it just like you you just sat there and your eyes just blew up at, at to, as to how amazing everything was from yeah. the space travel to the planet the the, the the Navi is the, the species of blue people that they were called. Um, and like their planet was just so majestic and so alive in comparison to what we would consider planets, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the biggest thing for me is, is that it's about that connectivity that they had. Like the connectivity that we as humans have are is, mm-hmm. is a complete, completely different to how they are able to connect and how they are able to um, not just feel love for their family, but feel love for every family, not just a Navi, but whatever species that they interacted with, they felt love for and they felt appreciation for, even if that species was a predator that might have might have hunted them at one point. Right, they, right. They, they know that that predator hunts to feed its family, to feed itself, you know, so they well, understand that cycle. It's really interesting to me how um, these filmmakers, you know, when they do make you know, film movies like this, that they they still try to connect the human emotion yep. into um, these aliens. A whole, no yeah, a whole, we yeah, have exactly. no idea they have any human emotion. You know, exactly. any human emotion. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a planet that's hundreds of millions of miles away. Yes. A species that evolved completely different than the human race. Right. Um, but we love, we love to put that that human aspect that human to it aspect because that's it. Right. that's what that's we what have right now. Yes, right. yeah. No. Right. I mean, that's and, all I we mean, know. <laughs> one of the biggest connectivities is is that they used, um, you know, the Native American culture um, to kind of 
showcase the Navi and like they kind of brought that out with their culture a little bit, you know, to kind of give it a, a little contrast to actual humans and how humans once lived in comparison right. to how they live now. Right. Yeah. Cool stuff. It is a lot of very cool deep, deep meaning. Deep meaning. So our next movie yes, yes. Yes, on the yes. list, Star Trek. Our favorite it has to be one of our favorites, <laughs> just in general, movies, shows, just anything about it, and everything about it is is amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Um, Star Trek being one of our favorites, uh, you know, from your childhood to you yep. introducing me to me in my childhood, yep, and then yep, yep, yep. you know to modern day the modern day movies that have come out with uh, the director like J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. who created mm-hmm. that the first. Um, well, it was created by Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, you know, the creator is Gene. Sorry, the director right, yeah, yeah. of right, the newer sure. movie was J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean from the get their stories have always been about humanity's growth about how mm-hmm. humanity has overcome a lot of negative shit a lot of bad shit because humans have a lot of that in them mm-hmm. but we also have that hope we also have that inspiration we also have that drive to be better and to show better and so it's just kind of amazing to 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 see that yeah but there, a lot of their a lot of their conflicts was, you know, political dimensions of the Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, which really made it really interesting because they always seem to find or oh, you know, of course, put the political aspect, aspect of how it, it affects they, what they wanted it to do. Well, like we were saying earlier with um, with avatars, basically they take they use our human emotions and they put it on all the other species. Like, so we wanted somebody, we wanted a species of aggressive warrior types. So they made Klingons and they made um, not Vulcans. Vulcans were more of the passive, um, chill types, and you know, so like each species had their own set of emotion like and then the Ferengi they were the greed aspect of humans they took the greed aspects to a whole nother level and built a whole society on how they could overcome and build more money and get greedier and greedier yeah yeah yeah. I mean so I mean it it touched war peace you know economics racism um human rights sexism Sexism, feminism like in the first start in in star trek next generation they had and i know i brought this up in one of the other podcasts but you know speaking of the 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 sexism thing they they had one um the uniforms for both men and female in star trek next generation you could wear men could wear skirted uniforms as well as females could and they they had that on many episodes i don't know if many people noticed but in the back you could see those different uniforms for men and women yeah very interesting yeah i mean but they were always ahead of their time and that's you know mm-hmm. some people believe that it's a it's a dream like it's a fantasy it's not something that could actually happen but how far but, of a fantasy is it really like i, you, I, I agree Right? Like, that's what's crazy to me, that somebody back in the 60s had this imagination to create Mm -hmm. this 
futuristic this, this, these yeah. worlds yes, yeah these worlds that could be just as real right we have no mm-hmm. idea i mean that's why we got we got our boy out in mars he's checking uh, shit out can you yeah. imagine can you imagine his rover you know he's he's on mars and he's just minding his business and just riding along and all of a sudden this alien just jumps in front of him boom <laughs> fucking scaring the shit out of everybody everybody wouldn't be scared I can't wait I can't wait for a moment like that I, I agree I am. I will be I will you know I'm not a, I don't like being scared I don't like being scared at all but I'll take that scared I'll take that jump I'll take that that would be the coolest and that's all I keep thinking is there something just to something finally know if yes, it's true or not if yeah. it's true if there's something out there like there's you gotta know, be a fucking insect something yeah well, of course, you know, and it, you know, when it comes up. to microorganisms, there's definitely things out there that we can see because you know that we we can tell that there are plants out on other yeah. planets and things like that. First of all, the pictures that they show, like all you see is dirt and rocks. You know, like, yeah, that's but all that's you see is dirt and rocks. Particularly and like, yeah, there's with Mars, be a bug yeah. somewhere under that fucking rock. Yay! <laughs> Yay! You never know. We haven't done the, the majority of exploration specifically with Mars yet. There's a lot yeah. more we could there's do. So much. So much. I'm so excited. I'm really stoked. But anyway, back to Star Trek. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Star Trek hits the themes of everything. It hits the themes of space. It hits the themes of politics. It hits the themes of human evolution, um, human emotion. Um, It just, it's just one of those grand shows that anybody could get into for any story that they take and and particularly the movie um of course it started out with james d kirk on the enterprise Mm -hmm. um him and him and him um learning the ropes and trying to figure out himself uh he lost his father in a crazy accident and this is like a different alternative universe the newer movies not the original universe as the show was um but basically um he doesn't grow up in in like a starfeet family like he did in the original universe he grows up sort of with his aunt and uncle after his parents died after a romulan attack um he then learns that um, one of his father's friends, who's a, I think an admiral or a captain at the time, wants him to join the Starfleet so he can be like his father. So he could show the initiative and the drive that his father always wanted him to. Um, takes him a long time to, to accept his father's death because his father was a captain as well in this reality, but he was only a captain for five minutes. After his captain died, he took over um, the role of captain on his ship, and it was in a mortal battle. He got everyone off the ship safe, and he had to crash the ship to save everyone. And so he died as a captain, but he was only a captain for five minutes. And so James T. Kirk has to live up to this, this role that his father, this expectation, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's hard because how can you be this, this man that stepped up to just die? He didn't step up to, to live on. He stepped up to die and he knew he he, he was going to die, but he saved all these people. He saved his son and included, um, 
And yes. then he, so just... I think his success also came with the team that he also built around to him. have. Yes. 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 So that made, I mean, the first, even with the original show, um, Captain Kirk and Spock, they didn't get along. They weren't friends no, until friends. later on. Right. Kirk hated Spock because Spock was just this logical, emotionless being right. who was right. always about, yeah, it was always about right. 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 Because Kirk is all emotion all the time. Anything, he is a very emotional human. He is the epitome of what a human being is. He loves, he laughs, he he's just, he's so fulfilled in, um, like when he feels emotion, he feels it fully. When he's angry, he feels angry fully. When he's sad, he feels that sadness fully he's one of those characters that just feels those emotions and so mm -hmm. you can see that um yep and then you had yeah, uh, it, leonard mccoy yes yes mr dr mccoy his his McCoy. right hand man who, yep, who was, was his hand. therapist who was his buddy who was his yep. uh adventure friend like it was without and i mean course uh scotty as well without the those four really i mean a horror as well horror without those five really those main you know people on that ship he would have not been able to uh complete yeah, the goals he had, that he had he, he had scotty right so it'd be it'd be scotty Scotty, it would be Yora, uh, mccoy yahora and then uh Sulu. Solo. So no, 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 Sulu. Yeah. You're right. Um, and then Pavel Chekhov. He was a young kid. Yes. And then Chekhov. Yeah. Oh, Chekhov. I think that I think one of those actors actually passed away during the filming of one of the movies, like the second or third, uh, which was pretty sad. Yeah, uh, I think that was, it was pretty Chekhov. sad. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I mean, he his success. Mm -hmm basically was built on the crew that he had with him yeah and he um, was i mean he's an it was him and his team that led you know the success of 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 the federation and helped them through many of the trying times that he had with the klingons him and right. uh him with the the vulcans i mean it's just one of those one of those shows one of those movies uh, i guess because we're talking about the movies that, yeah that really showcased his his emotions that really showcased his human side and really showcased the vulnerabilities of of him um specifically i guess the last movie that they just did mm -hmm. um, that really showed his his vulnerabilities as a human and how he saw um he saw traveling as a never-ending cycle because space is never ending so if you're right. going to continue to travel, that's all you're going to be doing. You're going to keep on and keep on, keeping on. But he he started to to appreciate the keeping on. He started to realize that there was something in that for him as well. Yes, yes. So I just really briefly wanted to, to uh, touch bases on like the different original series, right? So you had Star Trek the Motion Picture, you had Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, you had Khan. Star Trek Three: Yes, The Search for Spot, yep. um, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier. I remember the frontier <laughs> and then Star Trek six, which was the undiscovered country. Then that's yep. when they went to the next generation, generation which was Star movies. Trek generations, Star Trek first contact, first contact. 
the those are the um, ones I insurrection, know. right? Yep, the insurrection. The, ne the nem nemesis. 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 <laughs> and then um, the Kelvin timeline, which was Star Trek, and then Star Trek into the Darkness. And yep, then those Star are the Trek new, yep, those are the new. Those ones. are the new yeah. ones. Yes. I mean, so this has been going on for a for very, very long time. <laughs> yeah. And I can't even imagine, like, you know, how is it going to continue from here? Oh, they're just going to keep on changing, just like they've been doing with uh, with uh, Star Wars, which we might be able to talk about a little bit. Yeah, yeah, You can keep on changing, you just keep on changing it for the times, mm -hmm. you know, and like, all that's going to happen is these, these directors and these, um, George These Lucas. Creatives. Yeah, they're just yep. going to keep on doing great things. Um, George Lucas was awesome in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. He was awesome in you Star could, Wars. You could say a uh, secret word that he wasn't a nerf herder. And I don't know if you know what a nerf herder is, but that, um, that's, not, that's not a friendly word in, oh. in the Star Trek, you know. That's not Star Trek. Wow, Star Wars community. Yeah, uh, Star Wars being another basically space themed uh, opera about um, a family of these what they call force sensitive beings who are able to um, have some control of their surroundings, of their inner being, and things like that, and they become these these knights of the empire or not the empire of the republic and the republic is a is the government that is in place um at the time where they tried to help grow and help basically lead people to enlightenment and things like that yes um, Look, so starting back in um 1977 when the um episode original. right episode four a new hope um so that was the 1977 American epic space opera film written and directed yes. by George Lucas. One of, one of the first films to just be so episodic and so out there. You know, like we were saying with Avatar, but that Avatar, that's for the modern modern person. Right, the modern. Star, right. Star Wars was for the, the 70s kid, the, the kids who, who yeah. wanted to think about space <laughs> but couldn't because that stuff wasn't accessible as right. it is now. And, you know, the story of Luke Skywalker being the kid who who grew up from nothing but had 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 a family that that meant more than just being his family they were they were the family of the galaxy like the galaxy needed this family to balance itself out to to gain control of itself once more and whether was whether it was having that family fight each other until they realized that they were family again and that's basically what happens at the end of Star Wars is that, you know, Darth Vader, having fought his own son for so long, realizes that he loves his son. He realizes yeah. that no matter what, that is his child, that is his flesh and blood, and he should never choose anyone over that. Yeah. And so he kills his evil emperor, even though that it's going to kill himself, even though he's not going to survive. It ends up being this beautiful story of, of of love revenge 
and a shit ton of space travel. Yeah. <laughs> a Which shit was ton of different planets. The best part of it, right? Yeah. Being able to <laughs> see adventure. all the different yeah. planets, like Dagobah being the swamp planet. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. The uh, Coruscant being the, 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 basically the capital of the Republic and the Empire at one point. Yep. Just... So the Empire, so the Empire Strikes Back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes. Uh, the Phantom Menace. Menace. <laughs> yeah. Attack of the Clones. Yes, yes. Which is, I have to say, I don't know if many people are into the animation, but Attack the um, the Clone Wars animation, the show, and the movie, so good. I recommend it a hundred percent to anyone who is a Star Wars fan. They will fall in love with the characters and the the experiences you get from both of those shows and movies. Absolutely. Then we had the Revenge of the Sith, um, the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. I have a, you know, like I, I know, you know, you're just going in chronological order. I am. Um, those last three movies, right? I don't know if I consider them 100% Star Wars. Okay, okay. okay so talk to I'm me not, about that. So, I mean, there's there's a big controversy on the the newer movies because they didn't they didn't hold true to the older movie style. Like they they changed a lot of things. A lot of characters who they should have showcased um they didn't showcase they, they didn't made the showcase, story right. yeah they they made the story one-sided and just not very attractive to the older older fan base who was already built um some people believe that they're gonna make the newer movies um non-canon which means they're gonna take them out of the the universe of star wars basically and make them like an alternate universe or something Right, uh, and right, then start right. a whole new trilogy of Star Wars movies about, uh, you know, about the same stuff, just done by different directors and things like that. Right, and that then basically that's what happened. Right, um, so they have this uh, what it's, it's called the Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that that's one of their. To, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, one of their Yeah. Yep. It's. I'm looking. Well, there's a ton of shows and movies that are coming up on Disney Plus um, that I'm really looking forward to. There's there's the Bad Batch, which is an extension of the Clone Wars series, which I'm really looking forward to. The High Republic is going to be another one. Um, and there's yeah, there, it's just going to go more in depth and explaining that universe i don't know if anybody watches the mandalorian but the mandalorian that's on disney plus is one of my favorite shows and that just goes that's after the empire was destroyed there's a lot of extra things in there where you get to see boba fett again like oh my god it's just it's amazing and for for real fans for not even just for people who enjoy that kind of story they're gonna Mm -hmm. love the mandalorian yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be pretty I recommend cool. It. It's really good to be. It's, it's it's great to be a fan nowadays. It's it's only getting better for the movies and the shows. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be fucking amazing! Like, yeah, yeah it, it really is. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it, and yeah. I'm looking forward to our next movie out. I, I am. I can't wait to the movie theaters I'm, fully open up. Makes yep, things get normalized. We it's been a have long time. to make. Yeah, it's been a long time. We have to make up our our movie time and, yes. and catch up with our uh, 
space movies. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about our next month's theme. Yes, yes. Just give you a quick announcement for March Music Madness. I just want to let you know that uh, for March, our theme is going to be March Music Madness, and um, we have a lot of guests that are going to join us in. And our first podcast for March is going to be with Brian Elliott. Um, he is a musician that uh, he, he's a soloist and he plays bass and he is absolutely amazing. So he's going to be joining us in March and can't wait and really looking forward to it. Um, and please, please, please tune in and listen and hope you guys really enjoyed today's podcast, podcast as much as we really enjoyed having you guys and tuning in. So thank you so very much. And I hope you guys tuned in. We're looking forward to giving away our $15 gift card to Starbucks. So those coffee lovers out there who want some coffee, some free coffee, um, please tune in. Give us what our secret word was for the, today's podcast. And we will see you next time. Peace.